It's Wednesday, August 19th. You're listening to T-Dad Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. Today, Trinidad gets some love from the state in regards to our cannabis tax revenues and what they've done for the town. And the state cannabis dispensaries are starting to develop vending machines at some of their locations. And in the world, chocolate rains from the skies in Switzerland. Why can't we have more problems like that, right? (laughs) Stick around. Support for today's podcast comes from Chronicle News Media, presenting their free business marketing service, Project 360, to help reconnect businesses with their audiences. For more information, call 719-846-3311. Additionally, all TDAD Talk episodes are produced by the Chronicle News Media Group with additional support from TDAD Radio. Listen in at tdadradio.com. Okay, let's jump into the weather. Weather for today shows a slight chance of thunderstorms this afternoon, but mostly sunny with highs in the lower 90s. For tonight, we'll drop to lows in the mid-50s. For Thursday, a slightly higher chance of rain coming our way with highs around 90 degrees. Now, here's your news. With so much still moving forward in terms of city projects, as reported recently in an update from the Trinidad City Council, much if not all of that is due to the amount of funds brought in as cannabis tax revenues. Many people say money talks, and with those collected revenues totaling approximately $857,000 as of June, where to spread fast. Last Friday, or August 14th, KOAA Southern Colorado reported on the benefits the added revenue has brought to Trinidad and what has been possible to do in town because of the industry, which had already brought in a little over $35 million for the year as of June. Specifically, they mentioned the benefit to Noah's Ark Animal Shelter, who is currently seeking bids for the completion of the interior of their new facilities by the city power plant. In addition, Noah's Art Council also agreed to allocate $250,000 from 2020 second quarter tax revenues toward the space to create Commons area, or the downstairs area at the Main Street location. Overall, to finish out Phase 1 of the spaces, Economic Director for Trinidad Wally Wallace said this put them very close to having the $1.8 million needed to pull the trigger on the construction. In a document shared by Wallace outlining the funding received to date, thanks to cannabis tax revenues, the city was able to put a total of $577,975 combined from fourth quarter 2019 as well as the first quarter and second quarter cannabis revenues for 2020. The news station also shared quotes from city manager Mike Valentine and council member Karen Griego, who both sang praises of the multi-million dollar local industry. Another state news source, Westward, also recently featured Trinidad in August 11th in an article regarding the allowance of cannabis hospitality establishments following a Trinidad City Council work session that led to public forum discussing the pros and cons, facts and opinions from officials and local residents. Having 26 dispensaries and a huge annual revenue for the town, many are looking at Trinidad across the state to see what stands to benefit from a larger number of dispensaries and what problems, if any, the industry may cause. As for now, the perception of the state reports have remained positive as Trinidad continues to rebuild itself. Happening in the state, you can now buy marijuana from a vending machine in Colorado. The Strawberry Fields Dispensary has four pot vending machines operating at one location in Pueblo, CBS Denver reported yesterday. 
Matt Frost, the founder and CEO of the company, Anna, who built the machines, told the Denver Post the machine is designed for experienced cannabis customers who don't necessarily need the one-on-one interaction with a bud tender. Website Express Digest says there are plans to install one of the vending machines at the Starbuds dispensary in Aurora, with more possibly to follow. Happening in the world, a Swiss candy company recently confirmed a malfunction in a factory ventilation system caused cocoa powder to rain down on the surrounding area, UPI reported yesterday. Residents of Olten reported spotting snow-like cocoa powder in the air and on the ground near the city's Lint and Sprengli candy factory. Lint and Sprengli, pardon it if I miss pronounce it, confirmed Tuesday that the chocolate rain was the result of a ventilation system malfunction during the production of a line of roasted cocoa nibs, or that's fragments of crushed cocoa beans. The company said strong winds and recent days caused the powder to spread around the surrounding area. The company said it didn't pose any danger to the environment and the ventilation system has now been repaired. Officials said they would cover any cleaning costs for vehicles or other property covered in the cocoa powder, but most people just licked everything clean. That was a joke, but it did really rain chocolate. Happening today, Mount Carmel has several virtual activities going on. To register and see what they are, visit mountcarmelcenter.org. Additionally, if you know of any upcoming events we should be aware of here at the Chronicle, please feel free to reach out to us and let us know so we can be sure to spread the word. As always, for a deeper look into today's stories, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and support your local journalism with a subscription. Thanks for sticking around for another TDAD Talk. If you like this podcast, be sure to click that subscribe button and also drop us a message on our TDAD Radio Facebook page and let us know how we're doing. I always love hearing all the creative ways we can continue to make what we do here at the Chronicle even better. Another special thanks to the Chronicle News Media Group and their Project 360 services, free to help local businesses reconnect with their audiences. This is Cameron Wayne. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.